Hello family of Grace, welcome to another episode of Daily Grace with Alan Wonder Chapter Edition. And today we have a very interesting Wonder Chapter, 2 Samuel Chapter 11. And I'm very sure most of us are familiar with this. Let's start with the word of prayer. Almighty Lord, we God, thank you for this wonderful day. One, thank you for guiding us. One, thank you for always being there for us, Father. Where we have gone from in our thoughts, in our actions, in what we have done, and what we have failed to do. We pray that may you forgive us. May you send in your Holy Spirit to come and guide us and be with us in everything that we do. May you come and bless our families. May you come and bless whatever that we touch, Father. May you come and make sure that our plans align with what you have done for us. For the glorification of your name, we pray all this believing. I'm trusting in your mighty name and that of your Son, Jesus christ amen and let us get straight to reading today's wonder chapter david and bathsheba in the spring at the time when the kings go off to war david sent joab out with the king's men and the whole israelite army they destroyed the ammonites and besieged trouble but david remained in jerusalem one evening david got up from his bed and walked around on the roof of his palace from the roof he saw a young woman bathing the woman was very beautiful and david sent someone to find out about her the man said she is bathsheba daughter of Eliam and wife of uriah the hittite then David sent messengers to get her. She came to him and he slept with her. Now she was purifying herself from her monthly uncleanliness. Then she went back home. The woman conceived and sent word to David again, saying, I am pregnant. So David sent this word to Job, send me Uriah, Uriah the Hittite, and David's and Job sent him to David. When Uriah came to him, David asked him how much, how Job was, and the soldiers were, and how the war was going. Then David said to Uriah, Go down to your house and wash your feet. So Uriah left the palace, and a gift from the king was sent after him. But Uriah slept at the entrance of the palace with all the master's servants, and did not go down home. David was told, Uriah didn't go home yesterday. So he asked Uriah, why haven't you just come from a military campaign? Why didn't you go home? Uriah said to David, the ark of the Israel and Judah are staying in tents, and my commander Job and my, and my Lord's men are camped in the open country. Why could I go to my house to eat and drink and make love to my wife? As surely as you live, I will not do such a thing. Then David said to him, Stay here one more day, and tomorrow I'll send you back. So you are remained in Jerusalem that, that day and the next. And David's invitation, he ate and drank with him, and David made him drunk. But in the evening, Raya went and slept on his mat among his master's servants. He didn't go home. In the morning, David wrote a letter to Job and sent it with Uriah. He said, put Uriah out in front where the fighting is fiercest and withdraw from him so he will be struck down and killed. So while Job had the city under siege, he put Uriah at a place where he knew the strongest defenders were. When the men of the city came out and fought against Job, some of the men in David's army fell moreover. Uriah the Hittite died. Job sent David a full account of the battle, instructed the messenger, when you have finished giving the king the account of the battle, the king's anger may flare up, and he may ask you, why did you get so close to the city to fight? Did you know that they would shoot arrows from the wall? 
Who killed Abimelaxan of Jerubbeshe? Besheth. Did a woman drop an upper millstone on him from the wall, so he died in Thebes? Why did you get so close to the wall? If anyone asks you, then say to him, Moreover, your servant Uriah the Hittite is dead. The messenger set out, and when he arrived, he told David everything Job had sent him to say. The messenger said to David, The men overpowered us and came against us in the open, but we drove them back to the entrance of the city. Then the archers shot arrows at your servant from the wall, and some of the king's men died. Moreover, your servant Uriah, the Hittite, died. David told the messenger, Say this to Job, don't let this upset him. The sword devours one as well as another. Press the attack against the city and destroy it. Say it. Say this to encourage Job. When Uriah's wife heard about her husband's death, she mourned for him. After some time of mourning was over, David brought to to his brought her to his house, and she became his wife and bore him a son. But the thing David had done displeased the Lord. And this is where I want the chapter for today ends. I know you're very familiar with this story of David and Bathsheba. And I don't really have um, a single thing that I want to outline out today. But I want us to just get a general from the general story. What do we get? We see that David makes a mistake and he starts admiring someone else's wife. And when he starts admiring someone else's wife, he calls... He sends for her. He makes love to her. She becomes pregnant. Now, boom. Remember, this is someone else's wife. So now when David realized the mistake he had made, he tries to correct his mistake, but fails. And then what does he do? He abuses authority. And then he said, he tells Job to put uh, Uriah where the battle is fiercest, where the battle is strongest. And we see Uriah dying. But this displeases the Lord very much. Verse 27 actually says it. It says, after the time of mourning was over, David had her brought to his house, and she became his wife and bore him a son. But the thing David had done displeased the Lord. What had David done? David had misused authority. He had misused his power as king for his selfish acts for his selfish gains and this just reminds us as christians that we ought to respect authority so many times the lord will put us in high positions the lord will put us in places of authority places of power but we should not be like david today we should not misuse authority we should not let other people suffer because of our selfish gains because of our selfish interests why because this will greatly and greatly displease the laws and you will pay you will pay heavily for it you will pay heavily for it and today's one chapter also tells us to be contented with what we have you see when we start looking at our neighbor's property it may not be how uh, your neighbor's wife or husband but it, when you start looking at your neighbor's property, when you start looking left and right, then you will lose focus on the things that the Lord has done for you. And you will start admiring what the Lord has done for other people. And at the end of the day, you will end up sinning. We have to 
be grateful for what the Lord has done for you. Even if it may not be enough, tell him, thank you, Lord Jesus. I'm thank- I'm grateful for this. But next time, can you add me a lot? Desist from trying to compare yourself with other Christians. Desist from trying to compare what you have with what other Christians have. Because we are all special. And before the eyes of the Lord, we are all different. And that's a small message I had for you from today's Wonder Chapter. I want you to get some time. Read 2 Samuel chapter 11. What do you get? What message does it carry to you? Feel free to write to us, dailygracewithalan at yahoo.com or send us a direct message on Instagram or Twitter at dailygracewithalan. We love to hear from you. Remember, the Lord can use one word to send a thousand messages. Almighty Lord, we want to thank you for this wonderful day. I want to thank you for the gift of life. I want to thank you for the gift of courage. I want to thank you for guiding us and being with us, Father, where we have gone wrong in our thoughts, in our actions, in our words, in what we have done and what we have failed to do. May you please forgive us. May you send your holy angels to come and guide us in whatever thing that we do so that we may always align with your plans and what you have for us, Father. All the times that we have that we make mistakes, Father, may you fill us with the Holy Spirit to always come back and realize and distinguish between what is good and what is right. And know that you are a forgiving God who will always forgive us. You always and always never get tired of forgiving. Let us not get trapped by our guilt. We pray all this believing and trusting in your mighty name and that of your Son, Jesus Christ, who strengthens us. Amen.